I just keep telling people like, don't get shiny objects. It's like stay with the task at hand. Yeah. Stay focused. It'll pay off longer. Trust me. I've been, I'm, I'm the world's worst at shiny object syndrome and not listening to my own self sometimes. Um, but stay away from a lot of the shiny objects. Novations are incredible. Um, and it can add some revenue to your business. But if you're just trying to figure out this thing and you're just trying to get more consistent, uh, stick with what you know and grow that instead of going, I'm going to go try this. I'm going to go try that. Uh, everything works as long as you do, but you have to be consistent at it. It's no different than wanting a six pack of abs and be fit. Like just be consistently eat healthy and consistently work out and you'll get there. Mike check. I'm good. Mike check. Mike check. You can read about success all day long, but if you don't put in the work, the mindset, execution, and the hustle behind your vision, it just remains a dream. When everything goes wrong, you have to take all the responsibility. We uncover what high-level entrepreneurs, business owners do to rise up from hustling daily. So do what you feel passionate about. Take chances. The world becomes your library to help you to become better at your craft. Join me as I share with you actionable tips to help you grow your business, learn skills, and help you level up in your self-development journey. Your number one spot for business and personal growth is the Online Hustlers Podcast with your host, Esteban Andrade. Every day I'm hustling. What would you say those are the, cha the, the channels that you, that you should be leveraging uh, or people should be leveraging to do exactly that? What you, what you, what you just said, you know, Facebook, man. I mean, even though I'm, I've been, I've been kind of down on Facebook lately, but like, it's still relevant, right? Documenting yeah. your journey. Even if it's just, you don't have to get on camera. You don't have to do podcasts. You don't have to be doing videos, right? You could be driving, going on an appointment. And after you get done with the appointment, take a picture of the outside of the house and, and share your story, right? Just talk about what you're doing. Uh, some of our students have come through our mastermind program, doing an incredible job of this. And I was talking to uh, G down in Louisiana. I think the last time I talked to him, he had gotten over $60,000 in referrals in one month, right? Just, and he does a fantastic job of documenting his journey. He's out there, he's videoing latest flip, latest rehab, latest appointment, or, you know, talk, telling a story about this one particular house or this one particular seller, right? It keeps you top of mind. You don't have to do it right. every single day, but twice a week is not, it's not going to, not going to hurt you to do. Yeah. Get out. No. Go ahead. Now, how, in order to scale it, of course, I bet you need to get to more eyeballs uh, or, you know, just, yeah, just people that are looking at it. With Facebook, you only have a limit of certain amount of friends, even if it's like the ones that you just added or have added there. Like how, how do you how do you suggest people to increase that amount of eyeballs? So what one little known feature about Facebook that most people don't know um, If you've noticed lately, it's getting harder and harder to get eyeballs onto anything uh, because if there's no engagement, Facebook basically buries it. I could post something mm -hmm. on my wall every single day and you may never see it unless you engage with me or you actively spend time on my page. You will never see it unless other people in your circle are commenting and liking and reacting, right? I hate that about it, uh, but at the same time, I understand it. The way that I've figured out to kind of work around that is if you're building your circle of influence and you're taking that time, I actually created scripts for my VA. I put people in columns. So I went through my Facebook and I said, okay, I know that I found everybody that lived in my area and I basically put them into family, uh, friends or acquaintances. Family got a certain message. Friends got a certain message and 
acquaintance got a certain message and it would basically be scripted out on how they would respond to it to a certain degree. And all it was designed was to get their email addresses. So they'd go through that whole number of script like, Hey, this one, I'm, I'm doing it. like family. It was very, very straightforward. It was, Hey guys, I'm trying to get everybody's email addresses so I can keep up to date, keep everybody in the family up to date of what's going on with me and CC and our businesses and figure out ways we can help one another. Right. And all my family obviously responded and gave me their email address. Friends was kind of similar. These are people who know me personally that I consider very close friends that live in, in the areas that I do business. The other was acquaintances, and that was a little more of the, hey, have you been doing? Uh, what are you up to these days? Asking me what I've been up to, HGTV thing, and then get their email addresses. Here's what I'm working on. I'm letting more people know about who I am, what I do, how I can help them, how they can help me. Boom, go into that. They, so my VA was literally using Text Expander, going through these lists, sending this out and then taking it and putting it into a Trello board, which I then exported into MailChimp. And now all I do is send out meeting that newsletter. And every time I meet somebody new, I get a business card uh, or an email address and I throw it into my MailChimp account. And that's how I grow it. Now in Facebook, the little known thing is, is that you can go and group people, right? So I can create a group of circle of influence. So anytime I make a post that I want specifically those people to see, the chances of them seeing it because I'm only showing to them goes up significantly if I, versus if I just posted it on my wall. Hmm. Super, super good tip, man. And um, are you able to do that with the current Facebook features that it has or how, how do you do that? Yeah, um, you'd have to go into a list. You have to create lists, I believe is what it's called inside of Facebook. Uh, so yeah. you create a custom custom list. Uh, on your friends list. I think if you go to your profile, you go to your friends, you think there should be an option right there where you can see, I have to actually run through it and see it. But um, I did, I was working on a app that would do all that for you. Uh, however, I'm pulled in too many directions. It works to a certain extent, but it breaks too more often than not. So I was like, it's on the back burner. The, I'll get around thing, to it later. The thing is about, you know, developing a software, man. That's what it, you know, it happens. The, the whole bugs and uh, development, troubleshooting, all of that. Man, I, I understand you. <laughs> Customer support, all that stuff. Customer I was like, support, yeah. you know, it's still there. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at it. It's a Chrome extension. I'm like, it's still there and it still works. It's just, do I want to open it up to the public yet? I don't feel satisfied with it. And for me to release something, I need to feel like it, it's jam up. And for right now, it's not one of those things I want to sink all my energy into. But eventually at some point in time, I'll just, I'll finish it up and make it available. But what it does is pulls, you can basically say, okay, I want to see all my friends who live in Phoenix, Arizona, who are also in this investing group. You know, if they're in the similar group and they're on my friends list, it will show me all my friends or just show me all my friends. If something as simple as show me all my friends in Phoenix is not easy to do if you don't live in Phoenix uh, on Facebook, for some reason or another, they don't make that very easy to do. So I can filter by birthday. I can filter by likes, so like pages they like. I can, if we like similar pages. Uh, groups that they're in, as long as we're in similar groups and cities they live in and cities they were, uh, they claim to be born in. So I can create like a custom audience and then it'll group them all together. I click a button and I create the list and it automatically creates that custom list for me inside of Facebook. So whenever I go to make a post and say, I want to do like Phoenix car collectors and I have like all my friends that are in this car group and they all live in Phoenix, I can group those people individually. So we're only those people are seeing that post. It's only relevant to them. Yeah. Is there a way that you can also utilize this bots kind of like mini chat in order to kind of like push this type of notifications and, and newsletters 
inside of Facebook to people just having its own separate CRM, kind of like, but but it comes from your page, not from your I mean, profile. It's possible. That's kind yeah, of the think, beauty of, of, of a lot of this is like, man, if you can think it, you can really create it. Um, just how much time, energy, and money do you want to put into it? But that's yeah, right. I mean, the circle of influence has been my biggest push lately. It's like everyone needs to be growing their circle of influence to build authority and documenting their processes in, the, in documenting their journey in the process, right? It's not hard to tell your story. Yeah, and you here's the thing. The face. Here, here's, more, here's one my opinion, and I want to hear your opinion. Um, we are in the acquisitions kind of like loophole because it's paid acquisitions. Like we're paying for always for acquisitions. If you stop cold calling, leads are not coming in. And yeah, you will have probably follow-ups and reactivations that you can do from your past leads, but new leads, new appointments are coming in. If you stopped your Facebook ads, same thing. If you stop your Google PPC, basically your business is now starting to go into you know the downhill debt. So which we've always been in that acquisitions kind of like loophole, like, you know, trying to always acquire, 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 and like, it's a never ending game. But like, what if what Brent is saying that there is a way that things that you do things that stay for a really long time? Like, what if there's ways for whatever you do right now, it will make sure it stays. And if you stop doing it, it still stays even for further months. Of course, you have to build it out. But what if there's those things that actually stay there for a long period of time? I'm pretty sure if Coca-Cola stops doing advertising or stops doing the branding, they're still going to stay for like at least 15 more years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's the same thing. Doing things that, st- that, that you make you stay there and like on top of your of your of, of mine right and and i guess i guess we we know that of course people that do that or uh, corporations or wholesalers or just flippers that do that is it's people like zillow for example uh that's a big example like people will know that what zillow is right yeah because um, they've done things that make them stay so i think it's the same concept that brand is doing but for your local market for your local thing for your real estate investing business really sit back and ask yourself how many people know exactly what i do they know exactly what i do i don't mean well he's you know even like even if you work a normal job right now like how many people know exactly what it is you do because most time we just kind of brush it off it's like oh you know i do accounting for this company well no what do you really do like what is your like what is your roles and responsibilities right for me, it's it's very simple. It's like I'm an investor. I'm a I run a a property solutions company, a real estate solutions company. And what I mean by that is like we provide solutions for people who are facing difficult situations or looking to sell their house quickly for fast cash. Right? Very simple. If they're looking for retail, it's probably not going to be for me. Uh, although now that I'm a realtor, I can list it. So that's kind of usually the route that I go. Right now, I and there's some. Lead. And there's the uh, and there's other things that are pretty good, uh, such as novations that you can yeah. do now. But Novation, yeah, we'll, I keep man, I keeps getting brought up every day. I, every, <laughs> I keep seeing it like every day popping up. Yeah, I just keep telling people like, don't get shiny objects. Just like stay with the task at hand. Yeah, stay focused. It'll pay off longer. Trust me. I've been I'm I'm the world's worst at shiny object syndrome and not listening to my own self sometimes. Um, but. Stay away from a lot of the shiny objects. Novations are incredible. Um, 
and it can add some revenue to your business. But if you're just trying to figure out this thing and you're just trying to get more consistent, uh, stick with what you know and grow that instead of going, I'm going to go try this. I'm going to go try that. Uh, everything works as long as you do, but you have to be consistent at it. It's no different than wanting a six pack of abs and be fit. Like just be consistently eat healthy and consistently work out and you'll get there. Yeah. So yeah, you're getting your license from bad diet, the fad diet, the fad diet. It's never going to work out. That's right. Always stick with something at the beginning. It's not going to work if you go everywhere. So yeah. uh, So you, you're actually doing the, the license. You're getting your license in. in So I have my license. I'm a licensed realtor now. Um, I went with EXP um, for a lot of different reasons, mainly because they start you off at 80, 20, you cap at 16,000 and they put that 16,000 into stock options once you hit a certain status. So you don't really lose any money. Um, they're the fastest growing brokerage in the world right now. Um, uh, their incentives to recruit other agents is incredible. I feel like at some point in time, eventually everyone in wholesaling is going to have to be licensed. It's just the nature of the beast. It's coming whether we like it or not. So at least might as well go ahead and get it out of the way. It doesn't hurt, hurt me anything other than the fact that I have to disclose. And that doesn't scare me. I'm a licensed realtor, you know, I'm, but I'm not here to list your house. I'm here to potentially buy it. That's right. That's awesome. <laughs> so man, uh, if people were to actually uh, find you somewhere, um, contact you, you know, get, get a hold of you, you know, just, just to really make sure that they understand how we can leverage all these things um, and really become a better marketer, become a better connector of people, become a better networker and leverage that in your business. How, how, pe- how can people reach out to you? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty active on Facebook. I usually try to get back to everyone that messages me and responds. Now, it may be a day or two. Uh, I do get a lot of messages, but I do typically go in and respond to every single person. Uh, if you're coming to me with a bunch of questions, uh, I would suggest putting them in the wholesale hackers group because there's a lot of fantastic people in that group jumping on our live Q and A's every Wednesday that we do also a fantastic chance. I mean, a lot of times there's only 12 or 13 people on those calls and it's usually only two or three people who are really asking questions. So there's no question too dumb, like jump in there. We're happy to help. That's the reason I give an hour of my week every single week away is because I want to help people and it doesn't cost anything to be in that group whatsoever. So wholesale hackers group would be the best way to get in touch with me. The other thing is uh, that I did want to mention is that I talked about it kind of briefly. The software business that I have is deal bell. And that is by far, uh, I don't know if you've had the chance to use it or not, but I have to get you an account. It's a, I'm pretty, I'm very, very pleased with it. When I mentioned that I've had another software that I just haven't released, like I'm very, very pleased with, with deal bell. Um, The amount of data that it gives you back for 10 cents a record you're not going to find anywhere else. And I'm pretty confident in that because I went and tested about 20 different data providers, not data companies that are selling data companies, but I went and tested actual, the actual providers, uh, the major providers. And I'm very pleased with, with what we're getting. If we get enough users, we can get it down to eight cents, maybe even six cents. And that's kind of the whole goal is like, I wanted to build this community of people that would use the software, use the system and it not really cost them anything on data anymore because it's been a race to the bottom since I got started. So I figured I might as well take it there first and just charge a, a monthly subscription that will ultimately pay for itself if, as long as you're skip tracing people. And we're adding in CRM capabilities. We're continuing to build stuff out every single day. We're listening to our users on what they want to see, what they want to do. So we're adding stuff as we continue to grow this community and grow and build it. It's going to be one of the most powerful REI softwares on the planet by the time I'm done with it. 
deal belt. There you go. You got it. So deal belt, uh, go there and, um, try it out. It's definitely one of the softwares that would, I definitely, uh, recommend to check it out. Um, because it comes from a great marketer and real estate investor that really is passionate about his software education business. And he's always looking to think outside the box and have find these ways and there's even new ways to kind of counter the, the, the old things that are coming across as flag or, or new policies from the government and things like that. So it's always good to, to know that you have someone that is always trying to stay ahead of the game. And it may, um, uh, it may upset a lot of people, but like texting is going to come to an end. Yeah. At some point in time, the mass texting, I mean, it's already getting harder and harder. It still works. It still works fantastic. I know a lot of people are making a killing with it, uh, but it's getting harder and harder. You know, at some point in time, you go like, how much more energy, time, energy, and money do I want to keep into trying to stay above the law uh, and just kind of ride that gray area? Or do I want to focus more on like having people come to me? And that's kind of where I started making the shift of, okay, I want more people to come to me. I want to invest more in permission-based marketing. But yeah, that's where we're at. Yep. I have absolutely. just looked up at the time. I do have, speaking of deal bell, I have my deal bell call going on. <laughs> there you, you go. should be on waiting on me. So. All right. So it's been a pleasure just for the listeners here. One of the things I also love about Brent is that he's also half Colombian. And uh, <laughs> there you go. And uh, if you want to go to Colombia and meet the great people, uh, we'll be there. We'll, we'll go there once. We'll do a meetup. So it was being awesome. It's been awesome to, to talk with you guys, talk, tell you all about Brent and uh, what he's done and what he's doing and what you can do. So um, uh, until the next episode, all right? See you guys. Appreciate you.